Welcome to the fourth episode of Esports The Hot Take. I'm Yugs. And I'm Alu, and we'll be your host today. The topic today will be about the updates on Apple vs. Epic Games and on PUBG uh, Mobile's ban from India. Additionally, we're going to talk about some very, very exciting Minecraft news. And lastly, we're going to have a segment on how player ages affect how a esport goes. Affect how a esport goes. All right. Uh, now, uh, let's talk about Apple versus Epic Games first. It's now, getting I, even better. Yeah. I wanted it spicy. It's spicy. I think it was last week or so. Uh, we updated you guys on on what what exactly happened between uh, Apple and versus Epic Games. If you want a quick recap, here's the recap. Uh, Epic decided that Apple was taking too much of a share of money for all the purchases that uh, iOS uh, players were making on the on Fortnite Mobile. I think it was a thirty percent. Apple took thirty percent of every transaction, right? Yeah. Um, so, so they decided to add a direct purchase option to uh, to Fortnite Mobile. Apple didn't like that because it broke their terms of service, and uh, one thing led to another, and now Fortnite Mobile is no longer on the App Store, and for most people, it's not accessible. Of course, if you have the game, you can still play it, but the difficulty comes from you know, trying to uh, get the game in the first place, especially if you're on iOS, right? If if you're on Android, that's Android much easier. Yeah. iOS is a little harder. But the yeah. funny part about it is that anyone that still has Fortnite can still buy off of, like, the Epic yeah. server. Uh, so because still Epic hasn't taken the servers down yet. So the servers are still up. You just can't get the game. Okay. So here's the here's why we wanted to update you guys. Because um, we promised we would. So a couple days ago, on the 29th of September, which was the first uh, court date between the two, right? Uh, a U.S. judge, Judge Yvonne Gonzalez Rogers of the United States District Court of the Northern District of California, uh, expressed skepticism about Epic's arguments. Particularly, it's claimed that it did not pose a security threat to Apple because it is a well-established company and partner. Because essentially what Epic did was they put in that feature without telling Apple. So Apple was saying, hey, you guys broke the rules. That's why it's gone from our uh, app store. But Epic saying, "Eh, you can trust us. So now what's happening is they're putting it to a trial or they want to put it to a trial where the judge says we'll see how the people feel about it which i mean the people really don't care to be honest they just want their game um but we're gonna i I think about it i I think legitimately it's very important what happens here it is important what happens but um but yeah the whole you can't take our dev perms to make more games for you. If this goes sour, then yeah, they kind of can now. So, yeah. so I think s- people to just kind of... Yeah. 
and just... yeah, absolutely. And here's the thing with that, right? Um, Epic's main argument against Apple was antitrust laws. Uh, if you don't know, antitrust laws are something that prevents like monopolies and, and stuff like that from existing. But here's what the judge said. The judge says she was not particularly persuaded by Epic's argument that Apple had its bundled its App Store and in-app purchase to, uh, together in a violation of antitrust law. Essentially, essentially she, she brought the example that uh, and these are this is a direct quote. Uh, walled gardens have existed for decades, and she brought up examples of Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft, right, on their respective consoles, just like how on Apple's platform, uh, you, for for most people, for the general consumer, the only way you can get games is through uh, their par- their particular stores. Yeah. Right. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's a way to, to get, I, I know there's definitely ways to get games on there, but f- as far as the general public is concerned, uh, that's the only way they get games, right? So, like, I, I think that's absolutely something that's very, very fair, because you're using their hardware, you, you're using their software, and... So you should be following their rules. It's not necessarily a monopoly. Uh, it's more that you're using their product, so you have to follow their rules. Yeah, and there's comments That's on it, opinion. like at the very bottom of the article, um, talking about like you can kind of buy things anywhere nowadays, especially like discs. Uh, you can buy from like GameStop, Walmart, stuff like that. But then with the online buying, you can buy it anywhere with any type of currency. Um, which kind of makes things a little more interesting on the side of how the judge is trying to rule this. So they have to send it to a jury trial because the judge isn't 100% right here, but at the same time, they're not wrong. So it's a very big situation of who's right, who's wrong. Yeah. So and they're keep in mind, and make them choose. Keep in mind, these are two huge companies that have more than the money, right? So, uh, the jury trial is uh is about uh, I think it's set in July, something like that. Which you might think that's a long, long time, but at the end of the day, this will only hurt Epic more than it does Apple, because Apple doesn't care about that little bit of revenue that they lost. Sure, it sucks that they no longer have that revenue. But it's much, much more damaging to Epic than it is to Apple. Um, and yeah, like, you know, it, it's almost, it's like 10 months. Uh, well, a little bit less than that. Uh, in the future, right? And, and in a 10 month, a lot can change. But again, both of these companies are super, super rich and powerful. So they have the money to fight this over the course of a year. And yeah. I have no doubt. Epic will fight it until the end. They're not going to give up Epic, all of Epic's that effort. going to fight this until the end, really, per se. Epic's going to definitely fight to make sure their servers stay online. Because if they can fight to pay, uh, keep their servers online, then they're still making money off of it, which is funny. That's, yeah. that's the best part about all of this. They're still making money off of this because the servers are still up and people can still buy 
for the decreased price. So Epic's winning here. Uh, they're not winning overall, but they're winning in terms of monetary. Yeah. Again, but again, Apple doesn't really care about this little bit of revenue. Like, yeah, it, it, it's a great revenue stream. I'm sure it is. Right? Fortnite Mobile is a huge thing. Well, it still is. Uh, but Apple has more than enough ways to make money. So yeah. they don't care about it as much. Right? Um, and again, we'll keep giving you guys updates on the Fortnite mobile situation as they develop. Uh, right now, that's all we have. Uh, now, let's move on. Uh, now, in that same episode uh, last week, we also talked about the Indian PUBG ban. Which is very, very interesting. Again, if you want to listen to the uh, the first times of uh, like the whole situation where we went super in detail, uh, go ahead and listen to episode two. Uh, that has all the details you need and all the context you need. Okay? Uh, but essentially, I'll summarize it. Um, <laughs> PUBG Mobile, along with about 110, 10 odd games i think the number exactly was 118 uh got banned from india due to uh cyber security uh concerns mm, yeah um so we've been wondering for the past it's it's been a month i think for for the past month-ish exactly when it would, would be unbanned now we've heard rumors Right, that uh, that India doesn't plan to unban PUBG Mobile at least in its current state. Even if they switch developers, even if um, even if the PUBG Corporation uh, chooses an Indian developer to to host their Indian side of PUBG Mobile, uh, from what I'm hearing, and, and again I don't have a source for this, so this isn't hundred uh, percent. But from from what I'm hearing, um, they're saying that hey. Uh, this isn't coming back because it's too violent. Which, that, along with, I think, five other countries, uh, notably, and the most important one, um, is China. China also banned it. Interesting thing is that there is a person from Valiance that is apparently in the talking with PUBG directors on becoming one of the next directors. Yeah. But, but, but we'll, we'll talk about that in a moment. Um, that's something that uh, we're going to bring up. Anyways. Uh, but like I was saying, uh, namely, I, I'm going to use the example of China. Uh, now, we all know that they're very, very strict with their censorship laws, right? So they also deemed PUBG as a game that was too violent. So PUBG created a version of the game that I think had green blood or something like that, uh, some different color of blood, um, and uh, a few other changes and edits. The core gameplay was still the same, right? At the end of the day, what color the blood is doesn't matter. Um, But I, I think they might transition. I think that's something that they might do. Uh, if that rumor is real. Now... They're forced to. Yeah, exactly. Now, um, like we reported last week, uh, PUBG Corporation was relying on Tencent 
previously on publishing PUBG Mobile in India, but now they've taken that all on its own. Um, and so, yeah, so Alu mentioned Reliance, uh, but no statement has been uh, released officially by either side. So again, it's just rumors at this point. We don't know anything. Yeah. However, however, uh, there is one super concrete thing, and that's super important. Um, so, because of the ban from India, uh, the PUBG Corporation decided that all Indian teams have been disallowed in participating in the PUBG Mobile Pro League Fall Split 2020 South yeah you're no longer allowed to play we invited all of you you're no longer allowed to play yeah now now i i know that sounds like a mouthful for me to say uh we call that event the pmpo uh and since it's in south asia it's the pmpl sa right so so um the thing is the importance of that is because now, you might expect uh, PUBG to fight it, right? You might expect PUBG to allow these teams to play, but maybe from different countries uh, or, like, other countries, right? Like, if these teams got moved to, I don't know, some, some other country in the region, sure, uh, right? You, you, might, you might think, hey, they should be able to play. But here's the thing. I think PUBG... Uh, doesn't want to damage the re- relationship between themselves and India any further than what it has done. Because, again, this is one of the big, big audiences. And, like, if they, uh, for for the lack of a better word, if they fuck up here, uh, they could potentially lose out on the chance to even ever get unbanned, ever. Yeah. So, they can't mess up here. And then, yeah, exactly. just to really make this clear... Let's just say, because this is exactly what happened, you are on a team that gets invited to this tournament. Uh, and you're one of, like, the 16 or 20 teams or whatever that gets invited. Uh, and then that organization that invited you decided to say, you know what, can't play anymore. And not just because you're in this area. We're just not allowing you to play at all. doesn't matter where you are. You're just not allowed to play. So uh, deal with it. <laughs> uh, and... How would you feel if you're in that situation, you know? I'd be mad. Like, especially after practicing for however long to get yeah, into that yeah. position. Like, yeah, it truly, truly hurts. Uh, like, I feel really, really bad for, for these players and, and these teams. And speaking of these teams, you might be surprised at some of the teams that, in fact, get, did get banned here. And that kind of shows you the the level that, that we're at here, right? Um, there, There's a few unknown teams, at least to us, like uh, Team XSpark, uh, Fintonic Esports, Team Insane, um, Team IND, Umumba Esports, right? Those aren't names that we hear in the West very often, if at all, right? But they're massive over there. Like, yeah, really I, I'm sure they are, right? But... But here's the two organizations I would love to highlight. Actually, three. Uh, Galaxy Racer, which is, again, an Asian organization, but I've heard a bit, like, 
I, I think their audience is a bit in North America, or at least I've heard of them. I've seen yep. a lot of what they do. Um, and the two important ones are TSM and Fanatic. Yeah, that, that kind of sucks. Like, like banning TSM and Fnatic from competing in anything, right? <laughs> in exactly. anything exactly. involving PUBG M in India, like, that exactly. just um. Which now, again, now it's a sad situation because I don't even think the players can get paid anymore. I think the contracts have to be paid out. So, so here's the interesting thing. Well, yeah, the contracts still have to be fulfilled, but. No, here's the thing. Terminate all the contracts after paying them, like right now. Yeah, I know. But but here's the thing I I want to talk about. Um, so of course, because right now we're not expecting it to be unbanned just yet, there's been a bit of a search that's gone on for to to find um the next replacement game for it. And here's an interesting thing that TSM is doing. Now, uh, I'm not sure uh, if a lot of you know of Wildrift, but what it is, uh, is League of Legends Mobile. See, now you've heard of it, right? But when I say Wildrift, and you're like, eh, what is that? League of Legends Mobile? Yeah, I get it. Um, so from what I'm seeing, uh, that team, TSM Entity, which is, uh, which is the, which was the PUBG team, uh, is apparently looking at um they're they're apparently looking at Wild Rift as their next game. I mean it's it's a good decision. I mean, it's still yeah. deep. So um again, we know there's gonna be money in it. We know there's gonna be a lot of good stuff in it. Right. Um anyways. Right. I, I, I think it's not the worst choice. If you had to take a roster and put them somewhere else, uh, league isn't the worst choice at least until you finish their contracts. Because I don't yeah. know the contract situations, right? Because obviously that's not given out. I'm but, still pretty sure that they can pay off and finalize the contracts and then just terminate the contracts. I, I don't think it will though. I don't think that will happen. They're allowed to, like they can. Yes, want. but I don't think it will happen. I know they're allowed to, but knowing that TSM is TSM, I don't think that's what's going to happen. Well, yeah, but then, I mean, here's here's the thing with that. Then you just keep in contact with the players, right? Um, you, because listen, you're like killing their contract. So then you can write up a new contract, right? This is the whole reason why they terminate the first one. You write up a new contract um, about some stuff, Um to find a new, you know, eSport, help TSM find a new eSport type of contract type thing, um, get good at that game, and then go into it. But it has to be new, and it has to be big. So you're probably right with the Wild Rift. It's most likely going to happen. Yeah. I, I'm and play also, ball. because in the Indian market, Wild Rift is going to take off. Because uh, India also banned all of its competitors. They banned Mobile yeah. Legends, they banned Arena of Valor, they banned Honor of Kings. Pretty much anything that was a competitor, uh, MOBA, got banned. And so, Wild League Mobile is being solely made by Riot and a mobile company, right? Yeah, but again, uh, I mean, there's always... 
like, I, I think I think Wild Rift might get banned uh, at some point down the line too. Because uh, we gotta remember, uh, Tencent owns um, Riot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Although I don't think they actually take a part in a lot of the decisions that are made. Uh, but that's something we'll discuss uh, later down the line. So yeah, um, I I think like it really sucks for those players. I really feel for them because they put hard. They put a lot of time. They put a lot of hours into practicing for for PUBG, and now instantly they have to switch up to a different game. That's a different <laughs> genre. But at the end of the day, they're mobile players. They will adapt. Because right. we always do. Um, so, so, so I think that's enough on those two topics. Uh, because both of those topics were kind of depressing. Let's talk about a very, very happy topic. Uh, y'all, y'all. Minecraft. Or this. First off, Steve is in Smash. He, yeah. he announced yeah. last night. Um, the fact that Steve is in Smash is incredible. I love I, I, that. The part is, I watched a Smash video maybe last night, and they joked about Minecraft Steve. They're like, imagine Minecraft Steve in Smash. And it was literally just a year ago. <laughs> uh, it's great. Just in the, exactly a year ago from yesterday. And now Steve's in the game. So if yeah. they watch their own videos, they'd laugh at that too. Yeah, no. But again, like Steve is is a funny, funny character, especially the fact that he's in Smash now. Um, it's it's very interesting. Like I think everyone kind of, I I don't think anyone like batted an eye at it. Like it wasn't like a huge surprise. Like maybe people didn't expect him to be in the game, but they can see why he's in the game. Right, at the end of the day, Minecraft is one of the biggest games over the last decade. Like, I know I've said this now three times, but genuinely, he's kind of busted. Oh, yeah, no, he he is kind of busted, right? Um, yeah, like, I, I, I just think it's super, super interesting uh, what happened there. And but the biggest thing is, remember what people, you know really wanted in minecraft for i don't know uh five years a cave update they wanted a cave update they wanted a cave update right they wanted a cave update well you got your cave update and the cave update is really cool like they really put in the time and effort for it um oh for sure like um so so here's the thing uh at my uh mine ah force at minecon live oh minecon okay yeah they they revealed it um, because obviously, because of COVID and, and stuff like that, of course, they couldn't have actual Minecon. So, digital Minecon. And um, I think it's huge for the game. I think it's huge for the community. I think it's very, very important that it uh, this update came. Of course, this update's going to release on, like, May of next year or something like that. But at least we know it's coming. At least we kind of have an idea uh of of what the new things we're getting are. Speaking of the new things, Alu, would you like to uh, talk about some of the new things? Um, including yeah. one of your new favorite mobs. Oh yeah, my my totally new favorite mob. Um, 
One, one sec, because this this is this is annoying. Let me let me type in some stuff because I have I have yeah. feelings about this mob. Yeah, no. Um. So but yeah, mob. both of us are very very excited about the fact that Minecraft got a new uh, new update because oh. it's 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 huge. So they added a new uh, biome, kinda. I guess it's a biome. Um, in the caves, which is called like the deep dark or whatever, and it's kind of creepy. Not gonna lie, deep dark's kind of creepy. But here's the interesting part: they added a mob called the warden. Now, when I was watching the clip, this person had full netherite armor on. Okay, full netherite, netherite sword, everything, and uh, they were showing the warden how the warden works. The warden works by this new concept called like vibrations or whatever or sound. Yep, echolocation. And you could throw a snowball at a wall, and it'll go to where the snowball landed, um, which is pretty cool, actually. Um, but uh, so full netherite armor. They decide to shoot it. Uh, it starts charging after like fifteen seconds, and um, puts them down to three hearts with one hit. Keep in it mind, three hearts of damage. Kind of no, it, it does fifteen hearts. It does thirty damage, but that's fifteen hearts. Okay, uh, sorry, 15 hearts. So if no. you're full diamond with max prop 4 on everything, you die. If you're netherite with just raw netherite, you die in two hits. Again, and, and, and that's why uh, for a lot of people, it's it's much better to run than it is to fight it. Uh, but here's the other interesting thing about it. You can just walk past it. You can sneak right past it because yeah. it doesn't know you're there. And you can just throw a snowball It's, it's completely the blind. Go for it. But here's the interesting thing. One of the new uh, things that they added was something that detects vibration signals. It's really weird. But for redstone people, this is huge. Here's why. Yeah. This is wireless redstone. What it does is it sends a redstone signal uh, whenever it activates. But at the same time, it also detects vibrations. So it can travel a distance, meaning uh, diagonal like redstone things. Yeah, too. you can you can basically daisy chain them, uh, yeah. for as it's long as, as you want. Amazing. Essentially, it is amazing. It looks awesome. The whole concept is incredible. It can loop. It can literally loop itself. It's self looping, without being connected. It's self looping. Pretty much, what can happen is any block that generates noise, pistons, whatever it be, a vibration will be sent to this thing i don't know what it's called i forget whatever doesn't matter but it detects the vibration and glows which then sends a redstone signal so by the time let's say you pushed a button to activate a, um, a piston by the time the piston closes it'll open again that's how fast this is i mean it's kind of slow but it's really cool just everything about it is cool so redstone people are gonna have a trip just regular people playing the game are going to be interested in this because all of these big redstone contraptions can be, like, really condensed. Oh, my God, this is beautiful. Oh, yeah, man. no. So, so so here's what I'll say about it. Uh, so with that block, I, I also don't know what it's called. Uh, I'm, I'm looking it up right now. But one thing that I know that uh, it it is uh, is that the place where you can find it is in fact the deep dark so yeah. you have to go to the 
to to that new biome in order to even find it, right? Um, which uh, okay, I, I guess it makes sense thematically, right? Because the warden goes off vibrations, yeah. and, and this goes off vibrations. Now here's the scary part about the deep dark. So the deep dark, if you've ever played any like SCP games where um, you get into the position where you have to like blink. Yeah, the Deep Dark has this feature where it completely blacks out your screen for half a second. But that happens on like 5 to 10 second intervals. That's really scary. So Minecraft has become a horror game. Okay, first of all, the Warden is huge. Okay, it's got a big giant fucking face in its chest. Okay, okay. It can one-shot you if it wants to. Oh, and your screen goes dark every 5 to 10 seconds? Oh boy, horror game. That is what this is. Um, it's cool. I love the concept of it, of a mob that just murders you. Um, but it's really scary at the same time. Um, when I saw that, I was like, oh no. Because, like, the materials are really good for, like, everything you need. But, with the redstone stuff, but no. I, I would, I would never. I could never mine down there. You'd go mining down there. The screen would go black. You'd turn around this big fucking warden's just staring at you like come out your hole i just want to touch you i want to give you a hug <laughs> yeah um and look like in w with that um i, I think it's going to be considered a new uh, boss or a mini boss actually um which considering how hard it hits does it have uh i i think in that trailer uh the president shot like 10 bow shots at it and it's yeah yeah but still like even with that that's still a lot of damage uh, a lot of health i mean yeah I, I i think even if they don't classify it as a mini boss i think it will get treated as a mini boss by the community um you know um um but the caverns look absolutely am uh, amazing oh yeah uh, but you, uh, and, yeah, if you try to run away from this thing, it'll chase you down because even your footsteps make that whole uh, vibration sound. So you can get chased down. Here's the sad part. If you run without sprint jumping, this thing is the same movement speed as you. It will oh, yeah, no, I'll catch up. I'll definitely catch up. Down. It will chase you down. You have to run. Um, but... Hold on one sec, I'm looking up to see how much, uh... Oh, the Warden can out... Okay, alright. Never mind, it doesn't. Yeah, no, no. Um, but yeah, no, the, the Warden's very fast. You are... Um, I do want to see how much health it has, though, so I'm trying to find it. Yep. Uh, well, I, I don't know if we know for sure. Anyways. Um... Because remember, the guy took out his sword and tried to fight it, and then instantly murdered. So he yeah. took three strikes... I think two or three hits with the netherite sword. Um, plus ten plus arrows. Plus ten arrows. So, that's a lot of damage. Yeah. Um, look, I, at the end of the day, it's huge. Um, but I, I think, for most people, the thing that they're most excited about is obviously the cave update, right? I mean, it's the name and everything. Yeah. And here's but... the other cool thing about it. For base builders... There's the, a new tree that was made, and if you dig under it, right in front of it, it leads to, like, this underground lush area. It's called the Lush Garden, 
It looks amazing. Lush cave. Yeah. Or lush cave. It's amazing. It's just a base under a tree. Like, you know how much redstone you can hook up to this tree and just make a door? Like, it's awesome. Like, this game has become so much better now. Yeah, look, uh, of course the old uh, nostalgic additions are there, but with Minecraft, it's so easy to play the old versions that you really shouldn't let that stop you from playing the new versions. Because with the Minecraft launcher, it's super easy to switch between versions. Um, again, this update has been something that the community has been asking for for a very, very long time. Because caves were very boring, let's be honest. Um, you you didn't get much variance, and it just felt like you were going through the same caves. Uh, and you, you never encountered anything huge. Um, ravines were tiny, uh, relatively. Stuff like that, right? It, that really annoyed people. So I'm super, super glad that this update is, is going to happen. Of course, it's going to happen in like eight months. But still, it's good to have the confirmation that it's happening. Um, also, one so, other mob. Yeah, go ahead. The interesting part about that warning, by the way, and the deep dark, is you have to... So caverns have... Oh my god. So cabins are amazing. Absolutely amazing. It looks beautiful. Uh, you have to look at it. It's beautiful. But um, you have to go really, really deep into a cavern to just find the deep dark. Yeah. So... Also, from what it looks like, the warden has to have more than 85 health. So it's definitely stronger than a... um. What is that mob called with the pillagers? The big one. I can't think uh, of it. The Ravager, I think? Yes, the Ravager. So it's stronger than the Ravager and hits harder than the Ravager. Although the Ravager already hits pretty hard. But anyways. Um, Attacks so... up to 65 HP. What? Yeah. Huh? Anyways. Huh? I think we talked enough about the warden, right? It's it's a huge thing that we should be excited for, um, but I think you get the idea, right? It's it's this new impressive boss. That's why we're hyped up about it. But uh, on the other side of the spectrum, if you wanted a, a new mob that wasn't scary, uh, the the new mob that you can tame is in Axolotl. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Um, this it's a fish. Yes, yes. It, 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 it's, it's it's very, very cute. It's the um, cute thing that people post in memes. It's really cute. Yeah. Oh, my God, I love it. Uh, it's, um, oh, what, what's that Pokemon? Um, Mudkip, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. It is human form. Is All right, it's the real-life form of a Mudkip, but yeah. pink. And it's really cute, and uh, it can play dead, and its natural enemy is the... Um, Guardians. Yeah, the Guardians. And they just naturally attack and take the hits for you because the Guardian kind of doesn't like them, so the Guardian's going to target them first, even if you're the first one to see the Guardian, I believe. Um, but yeah, it's really interesting. Um, so you can capture them in buckets like you can normal fish. and Which uh, is absolutely fucking cute, by the way. It is really cute. It is really cute. Um, but yeah. So it's it's a great 
mob. Oh, and then for the fan uh, fan uh, contest where they added a new mob, we now have Glow Squid. It's another squid. We, we could have had a, a interesting, uh, I think, Enderman variant, right? Called the Iceman, something like that. Uh, we could have had a interesting Mushroom variant uh, that had flowers instead of mushrooms. I actually would have loved to see those in the game. Like, legitimately. Fucking squid. A squid. No, we, 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 we got a squid that's... We don't know what it drops just yet. No, we uh, do. It drops normal insects. Oh, that's it, yeah. It's just a squid. It's it's a squid, but it glowy. It, it's, it, it's, a, it's, it's, it's glowy. It's a squid that went through, like, fucking Chernobyl. Yeah. Uh, again, I'm not... I, 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 hated, I hated it when it got announced. Because, at least with the mushrooms, they're nice to look at. Uh, or the flower mushrooms, or whatever they're called. They're nice to look at. Right? With this, it's just kind of like, eh, do I really want to look at a squid? Also, how, how, how do I transport a squid? You boat. Know? It'll die, but boat. Yeah. Um, let me make a channel across the world and, 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 and take my uh, glowy squid. But yeah. Um, so... So I, those were some of the uh, more important updates to Minecraft. Now, if you want to find out more, obviously you can Google it, because um, we don't have time to dive into every single detail of it, because we also have one more topic coming up next. Um, but I'm, I'm really, really excited for the future of Minecraft, because like it's had its resurgence, right? And right now it's back to being super popular. Of course, yeah. the popularity's faded a little bit because. Uh, you know, we're no longer in that era of every YouTuber plays Minecraft. Yeah, now right. every YouTuber plays Among Us. Minecraft again, and a lot of YouTubers are starting to play Minecraft again, so... Yeah, I mean, it's always going to be a cycle. I, I think once Among Us burns out a little bit more, uh, Minecraft's going to be back to the top for streamers. Because um, both of those games are super easy to get into. If if you're a streamer that that streams anything, right? Um, we'll we'll talk about Among Us uh, actually next week at at a later point because I want to take a deep dive into everything that makes Among Us so successful. Uh, but we'll talk about that next week. Now, uh, let's move on to our last topic of this week. I know, kind of sad. Um, our last topic of this week uh, is a segment that we're going to be doing. On how players' ages affect esports. And now, you know what? Because I'm thinking of it right now, there's a player in the CS community, which I can't think of his name right now, but he is uh, known as one of the best CSGO players, like consistent players. Uh, and he's, I think, pushing 30. He's got a wife and like two kids. <laughs> um, and he's really consistent. I can't think of his name right now, and I feel really bad for it because um, I used to watch him a lot. But yeah, he's super consistent, um, and he's still yeah. really good. So, a lot of players so, a lot. So. Yeah. So in fact, to get into that, um, that's that's one of the things that I, I really really wanted to talk about. Okay. Um. So now, um, both me, myself, and Alu. Uh, we're more involved in mobile esports, but we watch a lot of PC esports. We watch so much of it. You know, a league, C, uh, league CS, um, whatever the case may be. If it's on, 
Uh, and it's a major where we're, we're usually watching. Um, so, um, here's, here's what I mean about the age thing. So, uh, like how Alu brought up the, the player that was over 30 and it was still playing at an elite level, right? Because you don't really see that uh, realistically as much with traditional sports. Like, I, you could, could probably convince me that a 40-year-old uh, player or a lot of 40-year-old players could continue to play at a high level. Of course, a lot of these players retire earlier than that, but you can definitely convince me that for these 40-year-old players could play if they wanted to. That's not the case with basketball. That's definitely not the case with football, right? Um, because obviously, you know, like you, you got LeBron James, you you got Jordan, you, you got the greats of the basketball world that last forever, right? But, but those are rarities. But with esports, I legitimately think it's very, very possible for a lot of older players that are over 30, over 40, whatever the case may be, that can still be consistently very, very good. Consistent. Um, yeah. Um, Forrest, that's his name. Forrest. Um, pretty sure Forrest is the oldest player in the community. Yeah. No, Zeus was. Zeus was the oldest, but he, I think, retired. Forrest is still a current player, so he is currently the oldest player who is still playing. He was born out in 1988. So, <laughs> sorry, not pushing 30. He's pushing 40. <laughs> He's 32 years old. He's 32 years old, and he's still killing it at the top. Like, like, no matter what you say, like, you're going to have some exceptional people like that who are just good, no matter how old they get. But but with esports, that's a lot more, that's a lot easier for that to happen than traditional sports. Because let's be honest, right? Of course, there are legends out there, um, in in basketball, in football, in in baseball, whatever sport you want to talk about that are super durable, that play for a long, long time, right? Yeah. But for most people, that's not the case. For most people, their bodies break down more than, like, to a point where they can't play professionally. Um, with esports, it's not quite the same. A lot of players retire because they feel like they're stuck at the same level over and over again, and they just can't progress. And they feel like, I'm not going anywhere, so I'm, I'm going to retire. Or they, they suddenly had a skill drop-off, right? That happens. It happens to everyone. Anyways, um, now, now we addressed the older side of the spectrum, but let's address the younger side of the spectrum. Now, I know we mentioned Fortnite Mobile earlier. Fortnite is one of the prime examples of a young audience of eSport yeah. players. Uh, and from my experience, I used to play a for a team on when I played CODM. I still play it, but back when I played it a lot competitively, I played for a team that had a Fortnite mobile team. They had a kid that was 13 and was making money in tournaments consistently. 
he was consistently just winning things. Why? He had an iPad and he played 10 fingers. I cannot make this stuff up. This kid played 10 fingers and had faster edits than the best PC Fortnite players. Uh, it's insane. Uh, he was nutty, but he made money. I think he made maybe, from just what I was looking at, like 3000 to $5,000 within a month and a half, two months at 13. You know, it's insane. But but here's here's what I want to say. Right? Of course, when your community is mostly younger players, that comes with its own consequences. Yeah, for a tournament. Namely, you... namely there's a lack of maturity in the community as compared to if you had an older audience, right? Because, of course, immature people are everywhere. And of course, there are some mature kids out there. Um, but again, those are oddities. Those are not the norm. Of course, adults as a whole are more mature than than kids. Of course, uh, adults as a whole know how to handle situations better than kids. Right. Yeah. And also the the fact that with a lot of these kids, you know, they're doing this, but the parents don't know that. Well, not necessarily know that they're playing esports. Or maybe that they don't know that hey uh, he's signing contracts or he's earning this much money, so 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 these players might be uh, taken uh, advantage of because they don't know how to how a contract works, they don't know how to read the contract. Maybe they signed off some, on something they, that they shouldn't have. They can't even get signed. Yeah. Like it's not allowed. No, but but at, even at, no at like. You can legally get a sign a contract if you have parents, but anything uh, younger than that, um, you just can't. Uh, for an organization standpoint, you just can't. Um, no, no, like legit. What I mean is even seventeen-year-olds, because you don't really have. Well, for some some people that they do, but for a lot of people, you don't really have a concept of money and and a lot of that. Um, of course, that's not everyone, but for most people, that's the case. Um, so yeah, like I truly think, um, I, I I truly think that it's not necessarily a good thing or a bad thing, because with mobile esports, a lot of it's the the younger crowd, right? You got fourteen year olds, fifteen year olds, sixteen, seventeen year olds, right? Um, they're the majority of people that are playing. That gives them a great chance to earn money through tournaments, right? Even yeah. if they can't get signed, right? That that's an amazing, amazing chance for them to earn money for the future. Yeah. And even if they don't spend it for the future, who cares? Uh, like these kids are getting money that they get to spend right now. Hey, it's not 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 too big of a deal, right? Um, so yeah, like I I legitimately think. It doesn't really matter. Uh, it, it more matters on the community, right? If there's good adults that are leading the charge in these communities that don't take care, uh, that don't take advantage of of the younger crowd, then yes, younger players are absolutely amazing. But at that end, I guess the mindset of things, like like I said, Forrest being 32 years old, he has the mindset of he already told his wife like. Because they still like cheer him on stuff. If once he stops getting consistent, he'll stop. 
Um, but he's still really consistent, so he'll still keep playing because he's still making money. Um, and then, you know, the mindset of can you improve, can you not improve? Um, if you've got the right headspace, it doesn't really matter how old you are, um, the wrong headspace, and you'll retire at 20, you know? So. No, absolutely. Um, and, and and that's why a lot of these players, a lot of these older players, because, of course, if you are if you want to play the same way that you've played when, when you were three, four years younger, that's not going to happen most of the time. By that time, you're most likely out of your prime, right? You, you're, you're not getting that explosiveness in, in terms of those plays that you were before. So what you have to do is you have to change your game. You have to change the way you play. You have to change the roles you play, right? And, and, and that's also super important. Right? Maybe you find a new team where your role is less, where there is a carry and you're just helping them out. Right? Whatever the case may be. Um, yeah, I think we're pretty close to running out uh, of time here uh, for this episode, unfortunately. Um, so let me just give a quick recap of what happened this week. So first of all, we talked about uh, Epic versus Apple. Uh, and, and and the decisions that may come from that. We talked about uh, the PUBG Mobile India ban and the updates that that uh, that we've been given so far. We talked about the Minecraft updates and how Steve is now in Smash. Huge. I love all of that. And we had a discussion on how player ages affect the community. Now, uh, for next week, I know I said earlier, we're going to talk about Among Us. And and that's one of the, our to- uh, one of our topics. Uh, I'll keep the other topic secret until next week. But just know we will be having a long long discussion about uh, about Among Us because it is super super interesting to me. Hopefully, yeah, it hasn't died. But... That's just yeah. that would have like a consistent player base, like a hundred people, like maybe a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll we'll, t- we'll talk about that next week. Okay. Um. And uh, with that being said, uh, I think that's about the end of this episode. Uh, I've been Yokes. And I'm Alu. And, and we hope you have a good day. Thank you for listening. Put the command in, bud.